Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 121. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra. The summer is almost over, Mark. We're getting ready to get into the fall of games. I know, it's sad. It's, it's going to be 100 degrees tomorrow here, though, so it's not letting oh. us go without a fight. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But you know what? I'm looking forward to crisp leaves, uh, pumpkin spice lattes, football, and more time with games. And I'm joined by the Canadian Mark Carabin. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I am sad that summer's coming to a close. It's it was rainy here today. It's you get that not really fall in the air. It's still pretty warm. Very very humid here. But like you know, what's coming. The stores are starting to put out the spooky season stuff, and I like that. I love spooky season. Don't get me wrong. My birthday's in the fall. I've got a bunch of fun stuff coming up in the fall, uh, but I also love the summer. I'm not ready to let go of beach time. I am excited to get more gaming. You'll find out a little bit later that I have been playing nothing uh, but or very little, but um, you know, I'm 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 excited to be here. I'm excited to talk games and uh, and yeah, we'll we'll hold on to this last bit of, bit of summer while we can. Absolutely, and we want to uh, thank the people that make this show possible, and that is our Patreon Secret Friends Squad. Yes, we've got our BFFs: uh, Sean, mm-hmm. Stella, Henry, Nias, Missy, Merchant, Andy, Milliken. Just had lunch with Sean. It was a very nice lunch. He and Henry were talking about games and stuff. That was a lot of fun. Uh, And then our best bud, Jamie Prinky. Um, Thank you all for for helping us out. And we also want to say thank you to our newest patron. That's Mr. Luke Lore, a.k.a. Sipid Ghost. He's been on many of our shows, and he is a DC super fan. He does XCP podcast, and just a super nice guy. He's a teacher. He's going back to school. Um, So wish him well as he Mm -hmm. has to teach ordinary kids who really don't want to be back in school either. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Luke. That's, uh, that's amazing, man. Thanks uh, for the support. That's, that's great. Yes. We got to get him back on so, this show. It's been a while. You know, that's a good point. We need to bring Luke back on. We'll have yeah. to figure out when his availability is, but it's always great because mm-hmm. Luke is just, he, he finds the fun in whatever he does. Uh, he's mm-hmm. not focused just on Xbox. That's what he focuses on from a podcast, but he plays everywhere, which I really, except for Nintendo. He's not a Nintendo guy, so um, don't hold that against him. It's just his, not in I his house not to, predominantly. But, yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. But he likes he likes Star Wars. He likes Star Trek. He likes Babylon Five. So he's got like all of like the the, the all of and he's a big DC fan too. So he kind of covers all the geek wheelhouse. So he's Luke's a great guy. Like I said, follow Luke uh, Captain Logan on XCP, and then Luke does some of the best interviews in the business. Getting a lot of those out there right now. Getting a lot of coverage. He's misquoted a lot of times. They don't give him appropriate uh, uh, quotation on the interviews yep. he does. So he's great. Uh, so check out Luke. Um, but Mark, something we need to check out. And I will just tell you, this is a buy rent return. You shot me down. My first request. <laughs> I didn't shoot you down. I thought it was a funny concept. I just couldn't think of any games that were sticking out in my mind. And it, again, I've been on vacation. I've had my sister and my nephews here. We've been, they were only home for a week. They live on the opposite side of the country. So it's been just go, 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 go. Video games haven't been on my mind. So when you hit me with this, it was just like, uh, nothing's coming to mind. There's, there's nothing in my wheelhouse that's like, 
really come in. And the, the ones you pitched out, I was like, how does that work? <laughs> I picked romance, uh, best games for romance. Uh, and it was funny because I was like trying to think of, you know, because I don't do a lot of anime games and they always have like relationships like like Fire right. Fire Emblem is huge with that. And I asked, I put Pokemon. I'm like, is there like any Pokemon romances? The There's as animal husbandry. I mean, yeah, uh, aside from like dropping a Pokemon in the daycare with a ditto and then a, an egg pops out after a few steps, like there's not really like a romantic thread through most of the Pokemon games. Uh, so that's the one that threw me off. And I was like, dude, I can't even think right now. Yeah, because so, Mass Effect was there, obviously. Yeah. Witcher, there's some romance there. And then the other one I threw out was to you was like Splatoon. Isn't there's got to be romance in Splatoon because there's a lot of thirsty people out there in Splatoon. Toontown. There, there's a bit, and this is this is what I I was like. Hold, wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. So there, we gotta we gotta shelf this and and think about the right way to do this one because okay. I think it's hilarious because there's a couple of different things we can do. One is the romance in the games, like The Witcher and and whatever, like the anime games okay. that like you pick, you know, a husbando or a waifu and you make yeah. the things happen and then you go. But then there's the things like Splatoon, where it's just like a bunch of horny people on the internet are like, I'm all like, wife this one. Don't up check and make the alt Reddit page. Just don't <laughs> don't fan Google art. the art. Right. So like, there's two different ones. And that's like, Splatoon doesn't have barely even a story, let alone a romance thread that you can pursue throughout it. So like, yeah, I think there's a couple of different ways we can spin it. Okay. And I think it's something to shelf for another episode. But you came up with an awesome one that then tied into some news that we got today. So this yes. whole thing just kind of came around and came together. Yeah, I was inspired. So, uh, so romance will come back. Mark will find his, his unthought, his cold heart. He'll find love in the world of video games. Uh, but until that happens, um, or we get a Pokemon romance simulator, which, you know, why not? That's, that's money leaving money on the table. They've done toothbrushing. Um, they've done bedtime romance i think it's next walking <laughs> walk you know yeah, yeah. pokemon go it's walking simulator yep. well, you yep. actually walk um but um i the news came out that xbox is actually doing something i think is very cool like playstation mm-hmm. now where essentially they're basically allowing you to customize the consoles you already own uh playstation with the five they have the side panels they've released multiple of those i tried to pre-order the the spider-man 2 uh side plates cannot get them they're out of the pre-orders are out so i'm hoping they'll just put those for sale later on um and now xbox is creating essentially i don't even know what you call it it's it's skins but it's not like uh, uh stickers it's essentially a wrap that yeah. velcros around it's a f- apparently a very nice fabric that's that's printed and it has silicone on the inside so it actually uh attaches pretty nicely and it's got a velcro so um it's not going to block any of your events all of the inputs and everything are uncovered and the first one they've got is starfield which is great because everybody was asking where's the custom you know the special editions starfield console and then they have two camouflages which i always think is funny it's like is there like a big market for camouflage like blue camouflage green camouflage pink camouflage because they keep bringing them out it's it's got to sell. I don't know anyone who sees those controllers. Like I, I see people freak out about some of the other controllers. And like I grabbed a couple of them that had like the, the unique texture grip and stuff like that, where every one of them looks different. I forget the exact names of them. There's like, like the, the purple and the white one. Um, but like the camo ones, like it, 
I, it has to. They keep pushing out new versions of camo. There's camo in the design labs, and now there's two camo wraps. It just it seems like a weird choice because everyone that I know is just like, eh. It's I don't know. Like, do you it's do you get it weird. for the memes? Do people get it for the memes and then the controllers on the table? And you're like, I can't find my controller, and it's like a blue exactly. camo controller on your your coffee table and it's very visible and you're like i don't know where is it yeah you're like i could but i don't know like maybe people are spending money on that if you like camo game accessories let us know someone at work so i work at a car dealership someone just bought a new truck and wrapped the entire thing in camo i'm talking like Mm -hmm. head to toe soup to nuts this thing is just camo and like paid, I don't know if anyone's looked up like custom car wraps, like full custom. I'm not oh, talking yeah. like a little vinyl cutout, like from like someone's cricket or something. Like this is custom, full, everything on this car is, is uh, on this truck is camo. And it's like, this dude loves camo. The only thing that's not on it were like the tires. So, of course, the joke was like, who left the tires out in the parking lot? <laughs> I don't see it. Like, there's just tires sitting out there. And, like, everyone would come Free in tires, for like, two man. days until Free the guy tires. picked up his truck. It was just like, yeah. this is tires sitting out in the parking lot. Um, but, like, yeah, so people like, the people that love camo love camo, I guess. I don't know. It's uh, Yeah. It's, it's definitely a choice to – that's, like, two of your introductory colors. But they're out there for the Series X, up for pre-order now, $50 a piece. I think these are really cool. I love it. I think it adds – I mean, it it allows you to celebrate your fandom without breaking the bank and having to be stuck with another console, selling an old console to to just – so when it's just a – uh, a, a design element, not a functional thing. So um, I, I think this is really cool. Unfortunately, it's only for the X. The S doesn't have that. And I could mm-hmm. see why, because the S has that big old fan on the side. Um, it, it's less real estate. Uh, and quite honestly, I don't know how people normally position their S, but I think mm-hmm. that's a, makes it even harder too, because is it upright? Is it sideways? I don't know anybody who puts their X sideways, like, like horizontal you do you're talking to one right now yeah. oh so you're not so, so this doesn't work for you mark nope ah uh, no. i mean i could reposition it um i turned mine sideways because we got a much bigger tv i didn't want to put it in the cabinet because the thing gets so hot so it's behind my tv so i don't see my xbox okay. anyway so got i don't it. need to wrap it because it's invisible uh so it's behind my TV, but where I had it positioned, it was also blowing a whole lot of hot air up at my mm-hmm. Ecobee thermostat and was causing it to think it was like a billion degrees in my house because it's like <laughs> the sensor's right there. So it's just like, Perfect. hey, I think your house is on fire. And it's like, nah, that's my Xbox. Thanks. Um, so I could Why rearrange is the house 12 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I could rearrange everything behind my TV or I could just tip the little sucker on its side and it's fine. It just blows the hot air sideways and it's it's great um so yeah it's it actually it blows it right right here if you can see mando's helmet behind me it blows it hand warmer that way that's it uh it's it's on the other side of that wall um so yeah these as much as i love custom stuff don't really apply to me because a sideways and b hidden console completely just doesn't mine is actually 
like my I every all of my entertainment stuff is in the basement. It's my geek mm-hmm. den, and luckily my utility room is right on the other side of the wall. And so I have my TV mounted, and all my consoles are on the other side. It works perfect because I get no interference. So my consoles are all on the other side, and they're breathing nicely. So mm-hmm. it would be it would be more like, oh, I got these panels and I spent money to not see them. So it, it probably isn't for me either, but if I was in a different spot like my old house, it would definitely be something I'd do. Um, yeah. But Mark, these are, so our buy rent return this, this week is called, it's basically worst custom consoles. So, and, and called special edition consoles because there's customs that people make on their own that like they make mm. them look horribly ugly. Yeah. They do weird things, but these are actually released by the manufacturers so sometimes mm-hmm. they're mass releases sometimes they're one off for like a contest so ours is like a mix of those because i tried to pick the ones that i found like not aesthetically pleasing to me uh, <laughs> or not very useful and functional um so that's what i picked this week and if anybody has any others that they think are or would be good ideas let us know there's some really garish gold consoles back with the playstation mark i found a shrek Game Boy SP edition. It was orange and green. It was ugly. And it was like wow. top and bottom. Uh, horrible. Wow. Didn't even come for the Shrek game. So I don't know what the deal with that one was. Yeah, really, really dumb. Um, so the one I picked, the ones I picked, Mark, were the Mountain Dew Xbox. Now this is the OG Xbox. It's mm-hmm. a nice, it's a weird color green. I guess that's Mountain Dew green, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not attractive and it does have a mountain dew as part of the xbox logo um then there's the xbox series s oreo edition and not only do you get an oreo themed console you get an oreo themed controller where it's got a lot of of that white stuff on it (laughs) yes and then we've got we're bringing camo back the playstation 4 camo it is really green really green yep yeah, that's yeah. a that's a very green camo. Yeah. Yes. It also comes with so, controller as well. I have to cuss I have to ask something up front. Worst custom consoles. Is the buy for this the worst of the worst? Or are we returning the worst? Like the buy would still be a personal favorite of this Todd's bottom of the barrel bunch. It's your favorite of the worst. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, we, we got a couple of write-ins. Do you want to go to those first or do you want to give our answers first? Oh, let's do that. Let's do the write-ins first. Okay. All right. I'm going to start off with the winter gamer who will buy the series S Oreo special edition, especially with back compatibility. He's thinking practical plus custom play the most stuff play the current stuff. That's a, a solid choice. Uh, rent Mountain Dew because you do the do. <laughs> so it's, so it's not even a Solid reason. reasoning. <laughs> hey, he's the winter gamer. He doesn't need any, uh, any marketing work. Than that. You, you do the do. That is it. The marketing definitely worked. Uh, and return camo PlayStation 4 because anything in camo is hard to find. Playing into the news, playing into the jokes. You dad jokes. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Uh, do you want to grab the next one? Sure. Famous Seamus. Thank you, Seamus. Uh, buy Mountain Dew Xbox because it's a piece of history. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, it's history. 
Yes, uh, true. Um, Rent Oreo Series S. I've never seen this before, and I just wanted to have it for the night as a conversation starter. Very true. It definitely stands out. Why the hell do you have a big Oreo? Regardless if you like video games or not, you've got a big Oreo in your house. Um, so, and I don't know anybody who doesn't like Oreos. I don't know. In Canada, Mark, you probably don't have Oreos. You probably have, like weird, like Canadian version, like Hydrox. Like we have the knockoff of Oreos. <laughs> do you have Oreos? No, we, in have, Canada, Mark? Oh, we have Oreos. I'm currently rocking uh, the, the Super Mario edition Oreos in my oh, Batman okay. cookie jar, uh, about nice. 15 feet away from me, 10 feet away. Um, that I, if I had the force, I would grab an Oreo right now. Nice, nice. Um, and then return PS4 camo. I don't hunt, so camo is totally useless to me. Uh, that's true. That's true. He's not wrapping anything in camo, Mark. No, no. Uh, famous Seamus. Good, good answer. Solid. Uh, I like. The, and I, you have to agree. Like that Mountain Dew Xbox. There's some like the history of like Mountain Dew and video games and like everything coming together in a real console, right? Like they, there's some, there is some history there. Feels like a museum piece. Yeah, there's no like balls uh, energy drink uh, GameCube right. out there. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Uh, a monster energy Ouya. Um, Edward Varnell. Did he just write Mountain Dew Xbox? That's the Mountain Dew thing. Xbox. We don't know why, what, where, when. <laughs> Although I will say, based on Ed's like dietary inputs, um, he would eat. The Oreo, actually, probably, because uh, he is nutritionally not sound. Ed is like, and he, and I've met Ed in person. You can't tell that he eats badly because he looks like he's in good shape. So I'm like, he I know is, what you're doing, yeah. Ed. Keep going, man. A, you know, it, whatever works for him, man. He's He's got something working for him for sure. But uh, that's, I love that that's his only answer. The other two, I don't even care return them both like he just wants this one that's that's even, great i don't even know if he it. he i don't even know if he i mean maybe maybe he mountain dew's his favorite beverage he loves xbox maybe. he loves the color yeah no 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 ed's an enigma nothing yeah edward that's enigma. that's great yeah yeah the the riddler um all right do you want to tackle this first or you're throwing it to me sure sure i'll go i'll go with this so um you know I think I've got to go with the Oreo as well, although it's completely impractical. The last thing you want is more crap around your expensive electronics. So like airflow, heat, insulation, probably not a good idea. And quite honestly, when I see that, it makes me want to eat an Oreo. I might get hungry one night and eat it by mistake. So probably Mm -hmm. a bad idea for me, but it is the most unique of them. So um, I think it stands out, but Mark, you would be stuck in only mounting it that way. So if you're limited in space, it's kind of a bad decision. But once again, yeah, it does look like something you could take out of that. Could you not? Like it looks from the pictures I'm seeing, it looks like the main Oreo thing is like, yeah, it's, it's almost like a, you just take it out. It's a stand. It looks like you just take the white console out of the Oreo. And just okay. have it there, and so it looks. It looks like it's a stand. Okay. Like a shell. Okay. I feel a little differently now. Feel a little differently mm-hmm. 
Um, that's really interesting. I, 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 I wonder who won this thing anyways, because I want to see the person who won these things, like the, mm-hmm. the Mountain Dew Xbox. I just want to see the people who won these cool things. And are, do they still have them? Did they sell them on eBay? But I would go with the Oreo. It's pretty cool. Plus, it's modern, so I can play all the new games on it. Um, yeah. uh, then I would go Mountain Dew Xbox because it does just remind me of a different age in gaming. Everything was extreme with the Xbox, the big X on it. It's such a cool-looking box to begin with. And mm-hmm. then it's just that horribly ugly green. It just... <laughs> it's it probably glows for all we know i don't know it probably says do the do when you push the button too mark i don't oh, know its features that elements. might tip the scales for me actually if it did i that. know i know yeah uh yeah that's so that's that's probably plus it would still play games maybe you can hook it up to the internet i don't know maybe maybe it's just a big paperweight who knows um but yeah um, i would go with mountain dew xbox and then mm-hmm. lastly that playstation 4 camo that thing is just oh god awful ugly. Yeah. It, it's it's just it's just sitting out there saying, "Look at me, look at me," um, and I just want to throw it in a field and walk away and never see it again. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I I have to pick the exact same list uh, to be honest. I am going to say that I love the Xbox Series S Oreo Edition. Like I love it. It to me, it is not even like an ugly console. I love Oreos. I love the combination of like the black and white. I love the controller that it comes with. I think it would be such a cool little conversation piece. And yeah, I just I I absolutely love this. It's one of the most unique and like stupidly delightful custom consoles that I've seen in a long time. So like that one for me is a winner. Even if these other two were like, if you switch to that, like a camo PlayStation five and a Mountain Dew Xbox series X, like with that same green color theme, I think I'm still picking that Oreo. Cause like, I just, there's something about that. I'm just like, I love it so much. It's so dumb, but I, I, I just, I love it. Uh, so the, and yeah, the, the, the Mountain Dew, same kind of thing. Like I'm feeling the same way that like, like, like Seamus is like, it's kind of like, it it feels like a history piece. And then the, the PlayStation, I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. I kind of made my thoughts clear on camo. So there we go. Yeah. Very good. Uh, I did find a website where they actually show like other images of the Oreo, uh, Xbox. So it's only attached at the bottom apparently. So yeah, Mm, I want to find out who got this thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm a little, little jealous now. Speaking of some weird custom stuff, what did you think of the Ninja Turtle scent controllers for Xbox? Did you see these? I did. The one thing I couldn't understand was it looks like there's a slice of pizza, but I don't know what that yeah. thing was. What is the slice that? of pizza? The slice of pizza is the scent diffuser. So you can use these as regular Xbox controllers. Sure. Just no slice of pizza in the back. You can just put the batteries in and use them as an Xbox controller, just a normal one that's Ninja Turtle themed, and it's fine. But if you want the extra level of detail, there's a slice of pizza attachment that you put the batteries in, plug that into the battery pack in the back of the Xbox controller. So almost like think of like a memory card or a rumble pack or something like that back in the day. That's how this thing works. You plug it into the back of the controller and you put some pizza flavored essential oils into that controller and a little fan kind of like blows up little spurts of pizza flavored oil 
<laughs> smell a vision uh, <laughs> It's it's basically, yeah, it's like a scent diffuser that, that just kind of shoots pizza out. So it's like a full slice of pizza that smells like a slice of pizza. It's it's wild. Um, but like if you look up the promo pictures and stuff, like you can just remove that pizza slice and you don't need to be smelling pizza all the time. You can just wow. use it as a regular controller. That but is crazy. It's pretty wild that it works and it comes with that. And it's, there's again, one of those like, I, and I love that movie. So it's like, these things are just like, I kind of want one just to be stupid. Um, Why not? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of a kind and it is a, <laughs> it is something you want to own. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And, what makes them special is they're so limited that it's just, you know, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's what? So, Mark, what is? Do you own? Do, have you owned any weird special edition consoles? Hmm. I know you own the Destiny PS4. I do. Yeah, Destiny PS4 would be my main one. I did own the uh, the NES version of the Game Boy Advance SP. So it folded down, looked like the had the the NES graphics and and stuff printed on it, and um, that was probably the most themed console I ever had because it was very overtly like different from any other Game Boy Advance SP. That you know, it was like, oh, that's that's the NES Classics version. I think it was. It was released with the NES Classics line. Um, that's probably the the most like glaringly obvious one that I've had. What about you? So I've owned a few. So I owned, this is going to be weird. I owned the 3DS Zelda uh, version. It was mm. all black with gold. That was a really yep. pretty, pretty system. Uh, that was yeah, really my, cool. my wife had that one too. Yep. And, and they've made some other Zelda ones, but that was the one I owned. Then I owned, mm. it's kind of themed, the Wii U uh, Wind Waker uh, edition right. of the three S or uh, the Wii U, which I thought the was Wii really U. cool, yep. really neat. Yep. Uh, With the gold inlays of, again yeah. around that one. Just, yep, yeah, that's the one my brother had. Yeah, yeah. I owned the Star Wars PS4 Pro. Hmm. That I would say that was pretty weak edition because it was just a black PS4 with a couple of like decals. I mean, it was it was painted on, but and then it said Star Wars in the front, but nothing really. And the c- controller wasn't that special, so I wish they had done a little bit more with it, to be honest. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, but that's it. I I've not owned a custom Xbox console, no other Playstations or Nintendos. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, the one I always wanted was the Dreamcast NB. Uh, was the NFL 2K Sports Edition, all mm-hmm. black, looked really really cool. Came out the yeah. life of the end of that console. Um, I always pick up consoles is too quick i think so like it, the, the only one i forgot was like the the new 3ds and that one had like the face plates right so i got the super mario maker the small one, one right this the, the tinier one yeah. yeah uh but like i i always you know i always jump on stuff i maybe too soon for a lot of custom consoles i guess uh to my own detriment because like i said like my wife had that zelda edition uh, 3ds and i just had like the regular 3ds my brother had the the wind waker Sw- or wii u and like i just had the regular one day one it's like i gotta i gotta stop buying stuff so quick because i'm missing out on like even even my my switch like the oled i have the boring white oled my brother has the pokemon version and my wife has the zelda the tears of the kingdom version of the oled and i'm like 
got this boring white thing and you guys are just rocking these amazing custom consoles. It sucks. So I'm around them constantly. I was looking at my brothers today and I was just like, damn it. He hasn't even picked up the game. He doesn't even have Scarlet <laughs> and Violet, but he's rocking the Scarlet and Violet Switch. I'm like, give me that. It's my favorite game last year. Just give me it. He wasn't even going to touch those games. I thought he was going to be going to touch those. Yeah, that's what I was like. Did you pick them up uh, yet? He's like, no, not going to touch them until they're fixed. I was like, they're not going to be fixed. The DLC's <laughs> coming out. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to uh, touch so them. I was like, give me your Switch then. We'll just do a swapsies. He's like, exactly. no, I like you don't the deserve Switch, this. Did you slap it out of his hand? <laughs> no, no. He was just like, no, it's mine. I'm gonna just go, went off and played. Just like, I just... Yeah, this, I'll still the this box makes me think, Mark, though, Mark, with with a new Nintendo system probably coming out next year, I would love it if they did something like somehow where it's basically the, the shell is just mm. it just comes off. New shell comes on. I would yeah. love it. Same thing yeah. with like the, the if it's Joy-Cons again, shells go on, shells go off. And yeah. but I, I think Nintendo's like, we're leaving too much on the money. I think we want people to own six switches. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so. it. Because you get you get people that'll, that'll wait or buy two or whatever, and it's yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. Oh well, uh, let us know if you have your favorite custom special edition system. We'd love to hear about, and if you own one, send us pics because you know pictures that didn't happen. Um, so moving on, uh, one bit of news this week, uh, excluding the console covers for Xbox, is we are going to say goodbye to an iconic voice in video games, probably the most iconic voice in video games from the last Mm -hmm. 30 plus years. And that is Mr. Charles Martinet. He's retiring from being the voice of Mario. He debuted his voice of Mario in 1994 with Mario 64. Ever since Mm -hmm. then, he has been the iconic voice of Mario and people thought something was up when they heard the voice of the voice of Mario in uh, Mario wonder and also mm-hmm. in the newest Wario War, they said, that doesn't sound like him. Mm-hmm. And they were correct because he did not voice either of those games. So his last voice talent, original voice talent, I believe, unless it was in like one of the sports games, will be Mario Odyssey. And he is going mm-hmm. to become now a Mario ambassador, um, yeah. essentially... Uh, just be going a, a goodwill guy. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be on the stage at the Nintendo event that's in Seattle next month. And we haven't heard who the voice of Mario is. I don't know if it would be like a mystery. Um, and they won't tell us. And it does currently sound like regular Mario. We were talking about, like, are they going to change the voice of Mario? Because Mario used to be Captain Lou Albano. Then he used mm-hmm. to be... Um, what's his name from the Mario movie? Bob Hoskins. So there's been... <laughs> other Mario's Mario wasn't always the sounded voices, this way. Yeah. yeah. So we thought maybe Chris Pratt, get a Chris Pratt sound alike. So it's more New Yorker. Um, yeah. But I know Mark, um, obviously you're the bigger Nintendo fan than I, um, mm-hmm. and I'm wrong. Actually, his first role was actually in Mario teaches typing. So I'm wrong in 1994 as well. <laughs> right. There we go. Yeah. That's uh, And then yeah, Mario, Mario 64 uh, after that. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm very curious to see where they go with the direction of this. With the success of the Mario movie, you have to imagine they're looking for a little bit more brand synergy, a little bit more, uh, you know, recognizable or uh, across brands, right? Um, And if they're leaning more into voice acting in a game, 
because realistically you could just kind of keep kind of using Charles's like recordings of like, wahoo, like that kind of stuff. Like you could just kind of recycle that from stuff you've already done. Right. But like, if they're going more voice heavy with further Mario games, like, yeah, I I think you're, you're absolutely right with it. It would be more of a Chris Pratt sound alike. I really don't think that Chris Pratt is going to be the universal voice of Mario, but you got to also think this is for theme parks. This is for everything, you know, Mickey mouse talks to you in in disney you know there's a mickey mouse that you can go and he's bright in the mouth moves and like the the animatronics in this you know this character kind of thing that you can meet and greet are incredible and there's rides and different things where where you know again mickey mouse is talking you have to think they're thinking about doing the same thing with mario and using a voice that's going to sound the same whether you go to a theme park play a game watch a tv show watch a movie whatever this is, it's going to have that same Mario quality. Um, and I, I hope they use a little bit of Charles Martinet, but it, you know, with the movie being so successful, um, yeah, they, they might just be like, all right, this guy sounds kind of like Chris Pratt. You're the new voice of Mario. Congratulations. You know, like it's um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like when you get the Robert Downey Jr. Sound alike when you want to mm-hmm. do Iron Man. Um, and that's a choice, of course. Um, yep. and sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad because I wouldn't mind if Mario got a new voice and he, um, maybe is okay saying more than just Wahoo and things like that. Maybe he, uh, you know, can, maybe it's a new stage for Mario. Mario doesn't have to be the same thing he's been for the last 30 years. He could be, mm-hmm. do something new and, have voice, personality, tell some jokes, you know, a witty catchphrase, um, you know, a, a rap, Mark. I mean, we all want Mar- Mario to rap, right? Absolutely. <laughs> thrash. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's not the only voice that he does. He does, uh, I believe, Wario, Waluigi, um, yeah. a bunch of other of the Mario characters. Maybe Mario, so. Luigi. Yeah, he was a bunch. So um, I'm I'm happy for him. I mean, uh, he's going on his own terms. He still gets work for the company. It's like Stanley. Stanley doesn't write. He didn't write the comics for so long. He was just an ambassador for Marvel. So I think this is good and uh, ensures that Mario will have a voice for many years to come. Uh, I don't know if they're doing a J- James Earl Jones for like Darth Vader, where they just ca- captured all of his voice and just plug into computer and go AI make him say something. Okay. Um, but I guess we'll find. And that might be a big announcement at um, the Nintendo event. They may say, here's the new voice of Mario. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, that, right. that could be a really cool one. I, I wonder, They so they have announced that they're doing uh, a video. There's going to be a special video message. So they did this announcement today, and it was just kind of like typed out. And I thought, it, like, it started out with, like, Charles Martinet has been the original voice of Mario in Nintendo games for a long time. We and I was like, oh, my thing. God, he's dead. <laughs> And exactly. <laughs> my heart broke and I kept reading and I was like, I, I don't like today. And then it was just like, yeah, he's like stepping into a new role and there's going to be a new voice actor. Okay. Weird. Uh, but then they were like, there's going to be a video that we'll put out in the, the future. It's like, why, <laughs> why are you announcing this right now? Why not 
just the video or why not at the same time or the same day or like a, a, some, it's a very weird timing for this. Yeah. And I, I really don't like, I don't, why they pick today? Like, do they have something else? Like, so you got to think that there's either an announcement or a reveal or something coming up where people will be like, again, if it's more like we're we seeing that at Gamescom or something, like, are we seeing more wonder where people will be like, that is yeah. definitely, definitely not Charles. Or like, is it? Yeah. Like, Cause it's weird, right? It is weird. And if he's going to be ambassador, I mean, doing voice work isn't really, he's not like doing mo capture and doing the jumping. Um, that's not a lot of effort is doing the voice talent. He's, he can sit in a booth he, and do that, but now he's going to be traveling. That seems to be a little bit more. He yeah. did say the voice is hard on him. He said oh, that yeah. when the movie was out, he said he couldn't do okay. the voice. There was some kind of, I'll, I'll misquote it. I'm sure. But there was something along the lines of, he couldn't do that voice for two hours or for like the, the span of a two hour movie because sure. it would kind of wreck his voice. Um, which I mean, you, you got to think like the poor dude that does Mickey mouse that like always has to talk like this. I don't know how he does it. And you got to think really? like high energy Mario, like the, if he did the Charles Martinet version of Mario and he was always like, okay, let's rescue the princess. Like that's gotta just wreck you after a little while. Just getting hitting that high pitch kind of thing. So, um, and he's getting older. You know, his, his voice is probably not as easy to do as it would be when you're when you're younger. So, um, yeah, maybe this is just kind of like I have to retire kind of thing. So we're stepping back and doing a new role, and we'll announce a new person, or we won't announce a new person. Who knows? But the timing of it's very curious. That's got me the questioning it, it the most is why is the video already at a later date? Why is this today of all days? Did they find like why did they find it important to announce it right now? Um, it's weird timing. So I'm excited and curious to see what happens between now and our next episode because I think there's going to be something else that comes out in the next. Two yeah, because because um, yeah, but, uh, as we're speaking, Gamescom is tomorrow uh, morning yeah. actually. Uh, that they'll be showing a lot of uh, like Jeff Keighley has his opening night live, and then Xbox has a 60 minute something or other, I think. Um, yeah. And and uh, Nintendo, I don't think they've even said what they're doing. It may just be a booth and showing off uh, Mario Wonder and things like that. But we've got – and it's kind of weird with Mario Wonder being less than, like, 45 days out, essentially. And we've <laughs> only seen the one preview of it. And I, I know a lot of people got questions. So um, I'm guessing if we get anything, it's we're going to get something in September at that event. And it'll probably be a direct tied with that Nintendo event. And that's yeah. like mid-September, so we know it's happening. So I, I just imagine that's too much for them to leave on the table. They've got a lot of games coming out, and um, they typically like to go in for like 30 or 40 minutes. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how this goes. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's get into what we've been playing. So, Mark, um, let's hear it. What you got? <laughs> I have not been playing much, as I mentioned at the start of the show. Um, a big thing of mine is, as you've probably noticed over the last few episodes, I have not been playing a ton of Fortnite because I haven't mentioned it very often. So this season of Fortnite, for one reason or another, I just haven't been getting into. Uh, and it's been nothing against, like, nothing I hate about this season. Like, I've heard some people complain about the jungle biome and all that kind of stuff. 
I kind of dug it. I kind of dug riding the Raptors and using them as a, a vehicle kind of thing or a traversal uh, method. Um, I loved the Transformers tie-in with Optimus Prime. I can't wait for that pack to drop in November with uh, Bumblebee, Megatron, and the Fortnite-specific uh, Transformer that they've kind of created for the game as a tie-in. Well, that's right. Um, that's going to be their big, like, they always do, like, a winter, you know, holiday season uh, character bundle kind of thing that's released in stores as like a physical, I'll say game, but it's like a case that comes with a code with in it. Code. Uh, whatever. Um, but it's releasing in stores like two or three weeks earlier than it is digitally. Super weird. So if you want that first look in stores in October, but, uh, so this season is ending. I want to say, like Wednesday or Thursday and the new season starts Friday. So I don't think so. I don't think there's going to be like one of those big season ender, uh, you know, community events or anything like that. I think it's just going to be like, Hey, showing up. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that's happening this time. Um, we have been getting little teases that it's going to be another kind of heist themed, uh, something. So that happened a few years ago. There was like the heisted, um, season. So th- this one seems like it's going to be kind of similar. They've released a couple of like schematics of some sort of underground layer building vault, something or other, and a couple of teases of like, gather your crew, get ready to, you know, do something. Um, so I like those kind of seasons. And I think that leads more into an, a community event. So at the end of this season, like maybe we'll be busting into a bunker or we'll be busting into a vault or something like that, or there'll be, you know, uh, something big. So if you follow like the story of Fortnite this season, you went through an event that kind of brought a character back and brought her memories back and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm guessing more of that will be revealed in the next season. We'll find out like maybe someone else took over her underground bunkers and all the stuff that she was doing a few seasons ago. So there's a bunch of Fortnite lore that people can follow, but like I had been sitting on this and I was like, I need to unlock Optimus Prime because there's no way I'm missing that skin. Um, so the last couple of weeks, I like I said, being on vacation, finishing up Pikmin, and then my nephew coming home, he was like, do you finish this yet? And I was like, I still don't have Optimus. He's like, you got to catch up, dude. So I just like heard focused on like just going in and just completing challenges that would get me bonus XP that I could level up. And I finally hit it like yesterday. Um, I hit where I want to be. I don't have all the bonus extra skins and variants and all that kind of crap, but like I'm at a good point where if I don't play it anymore between now and Friday, I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I'm settled. I got my optimists. Let's just do that. Uh, so I'm, I'm, but but doing that and playing that much and that focused kind of like reinvigorated my interest in playing. And now that my sure. nephew's gone back home, I'm like, we got to play. We got to make sure that we play more this season than we have. Because I've been like so distracted by whatever, like Fallen Order or uh, Jedi Survivor and Pikmin mm-hmm. and this and that, whatever else, Tears of the Kingdom. That I'm like, I got to get back. I got to I got to make some room for this. So I've been playing that and I was showing my nephews, the, the RG 35, the, um, some, some of the old like Game Boy games. We were playing Tony Hawk two, three and four on the PlayStation. We were playing like the original super Mario brothers. Um, 
I did like a full on, I tried to beat the game, like no warp pipes, no nothing. I got to like the last world and just didn't have it in me. Uh, I kept making really dumb mistakes to do save states. No, nothing. No oh. rewinds, no safe wow. states, nothing. Just straight oh. beat through. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. I should have turned on rewind because I just, it was one of those days where I was just like, I was like, I was like in the groove for the first few worlds. And then I just like, I was making really dumb timing and just dumb mistakes that I don't usually make. Um, so then I was like, screw it, warp pipe finish. And I did that one. So that was fine. Um but yeah, so they they got a kick out of it, and they they're like asking, and these are like nine and eleven year olds that have never owned a Game Boy or anything, and they were just so obsessed with this little thing. So, so that was really fun to like introduce them to games that I played when I was their age on the Game Boy, bring back that nostalgia, and see how they liked it versus like something on a PlayStation Five. So it's kind of neat that way. But I haven't been really been playing anything else like new. <laughs> so. So I'm kind of terrible this week. So what have you been playing? No, I, I totally get it. Cause I was like totally in the mode of final fantasy 16, going to play that beat that. And then I'm like, what's next? And I was like, okay, well, I don't have a lack of games to play. I've just mm-hmm. got a new PC. So I was playing some cyberpunk, but um, what I decided to do is look, look, you know, what, what else is out there? What's, what's, you know, mm-hmm. what's going on on game pass? Uh, you know, is anything new on um, PlayStation plus, um, and then I know I've got a couple of games I have to knock out before the coming season. So um, I have started back The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom again. Mark, I was talking to Logan because Logan, I think he's done. But he was like, mm. I mean, I, or he's not finishing it just because he can do some things. Um, but he's been totally distracted. But I'm 55 hours in, Mark. I've still only beat the one temple. And Oof. I feel like I've done nothing in the game. This is a problem for me. I don't that do is. well with that. Um, yeah. I need a little more structure. And so mm-hmm. like, what do I need to do? I'm like, Logan, what do I need to do to get ready? And, and like, so like, oh, um, I said, I think I need to find the fairies to get, you know, bless my armor. Well, how do I get them? Well, you have to do this. And I'm like, oh my God. And, and it's like, I met one part. And I'm like, well, where, it's not in my quest log. Well, no, you got to do this part before it goes in your quest. I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to remember. And I've got 85 things i can do in this game so i'm like oh my god it's too much mark it's too much and then uh i I, it's so easy to get distracted and spend like i've spent no time in the caves you've been in the caves yet in the game yep okay so the caves is another spot i i i know a lot of people like them i don't i don't like the caves i don't think they're interesting at all to me that's just not for Mm -hmm. me i like wide open spaces i don't like enclosed areas like that um so it's just not for me um, so I have not really explored there. I mean, unless there's something really cool that I haven't found there, I'm just like, it just seems dark and I make them light it up. I ended there's up getting piece. fed up with the caves and I built a contraption and flew through a ton of stuff and then started just shooting yeah. the arrows everywhere to yeah. light things up. Yeah. And it was just this like, at first I was going through slow and methodical and like trying to make sure I unlocked yeah. every little area and explored every little thing. And I just got to this point where I was like, screw it. I'm building a flying machine. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. And just started flying through, just it's dropping arrows everywhere. Yeah. I crashed into the side of a underground mountain, just like started climbing up. It was just, it was a mess. I just got very distracted. Yeah. I mean, the Skylands, I mean, there's just too much there as well, although there's not much there. So I, I think that's kind of maybe more of a, I think they sold that going up, but I don't think there's much there yeah. to be honest, which yeah. is kind of funny because I thought that was going to be the big drop, but 
it, it's not. It's really the cavern seems to be the big thing that people are really into, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got to figure out what I'm going to do next. Um, I may hit the find all the fairies because they do increase your gear, which is kind of nice. Uh, I think that's a holdover from the last game. But then I got to find out where I need to go next. And I've unlocked a bunch of the story pieces. Um, and so I think I'm just going to push through and beat the game, do all of those, because those are where I really find the fun. I do want to get the Master Sword because I know it's in the game. I do want to do that too. Got to figure out how to do that. So there's going to be a lot of asking Logan and complaining to Logan. Yeah, that's what I do in this play game. I, I I won't stop. I'll just keep them playing and keep playing. So that's where I'm at. So that's what I'm playing. That's what I'm gonna. That's gonna be my focus after that. But I did play some shorter games just for fun. Um, Double Dragon Gaiden. This is just a very fun. Like think of Shredder's Revenge. Mm-hmm. That uh, pixely, uh, almost. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the chibi like anime big heads fighters Mm -hmm. for double dragon and this game is a lot of fun it is essentially the more play the more characters you can unlock to play with it they all have their own skill sets um Mm -hmm. although i found that the level of difficulty this game it's first it felt like oh this is really easy then in the final boss push and i couldn't beat the Mm -hmm. boss it just got too 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 difficult i'm like okay i'm having fun now but i i found the fun as long as it lasted, it was from Gamefly, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool, a cool update. I would like to see more franchises do this type of thing. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I don't, this isn't on any service yet, but if it, yeah. I hope it will come to a service because I think it's a lot of fun. And it's got multiplayer co-op, so what's better than beating up people with your bros or your gals? Yeah, and it, is it one of those games that becomes, like they built it for multiplayer, so the bosses in that case would be easier if you had a couple of people playing or like, or does it scale at all? I'm guessing it's going to scale. That was, that would be my impression of it to make it, um, to to layer in the, give them real health or something like that. Um, and you get power ups. Um, there are like, you get coins, if you get enough money, you can, um, uh, pay to just automatically revive yourself, but you can have unlimited continues, but the continues start you at the beginning of the, the the round or whatever uh but if you, uh, eventually you can get enough mark where if you don't have enough money enough to, continues it'll just wipe your progress and you have to start the game over again so oh, wow. you can make it as difficult as you want or as hard as you want so mm-hmm. i think it's 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 well worth it if you're into those games a good brawler um another game i played that's awesome. on just dropped on game pass called bro force forever um I played Bro Force for Bro Force before. This is like the newest iteration, mm-hmm. and it's just a fun game. It's like a roguelike, but you essentially are unlocking um, classic prototype characters, like an Arnold from Commando. Blade is in this, but they give them all wacky, goofy names to avoid copyright. And it's <laughs> it's just dumb as hell, and I loved it. It's so much fun. You're going through this level. Your goal is to take down like rescue prisoners and go and beat the boss at the end and you explode the environment which is cool so like you know you launch a rocket it's going through the environment it's taking it out and it's pixely and it's got a great sense of humor and i just think it's a blast so it's a game i could see myself going back to just to play like a level at a time just fun and no brainer and it always makes me laugh when i'm like it's blade why is blade in this game i don't know it's fun and his name is dumb is yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, this it. is like cops in it. This is out for what? Is it Xbox? Is it only on? So it's now? on Game. Uh, no, I played it on PC Game Pass. So is it not on console Game Pass? 
I'm not sure. That's what I'm I'm, I'm wondering. Is it, is it is it just console or is it just uh, just PC? Or is it? Uh, That's a good question. Um, can you get it on any of the consoles? I've got it up on the website. Oh, they introduced Zebro Warrior Princess, Desperado. <laughs> Demolition Bro. Oh my God! So many good characters. Yeah, does it say it says yeah because Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh no, the original Bro Force is on. No, Game the Pass. original one is. Oh okay. But it says Bro Force Forever Update. Bro Fest Forever. Is it a, just an updated version of the original Bro Force? Because that is on Game Pass. I don't oh, know. Oh okay 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 okay. So it, so that's an update. So if you have the original, so this could be. If there's a Bro Force Forever update, that could even apply to like the Switch version or anything else. I'm gonna have to test that out. I'm gonna have to yeah. see what's different with that. Interesting. Yeah, it's, Such a great it's just they they've gotten so many characters they've knocked off that makes it so much fun. Because they have their own abilities and that makes it really fun too. Like one's a melee character, one's launching missiles, one's throwing uh bombs. So I think it really makes the gameplay very fun and flexible, which makes it a really fun time. And it's put down, pick up, it's perfect switch probably game, because you can just play really quick, put it away and break it out. And it and it's um I think it does save your progress if you want. I can't remember. I because I remember I could go back, died, and I could start the current level I'm on, and they were very fast too. I think most levels lasted two minutes max, like unless you mm-hmm. really wanted to get in deep and kill everybody, but they're very quick. So even better. Um and let's see. Lastly, I'm so excited for Mortal Kombat one that mm-hmm. I forgot or a bit what well, I didn't forget, it's just been on my back burner, is I said I would get back to the DLC or the expansion of Mortal Kombat 11 called Aftermath. I bought it, I had it, and I just hadn't gotten around to play it. I'm like, I'll get to that eventually, because I knew I was going to. Um, and wow, Mark, this has me even more excited for Mortal Kombat 1. I beat it. Yes. I love the campaigns in these things. They're so much fun. Um, mm. They're goofy. They're over the top. And they and I really missed it quite a bit after you know playing Tekken and Street Fighter, where they don't really have good um, campaigns. They're just like, oh, we're gonna fight, and we'll have maybe a little cutscene, but it's nothing really important. It's just getting them to the fight. Uh, but where Mortal Kombat is just bat crap crazy, and yeah. this also includes the new expansion. And then it also included a lot of uh, unlockable characters like Rambo, RoboCop, Joker, um, Spawn. Trying to think whoever else. There weren't many like new characters. I mean, I think there were some classic Mortal Kombat characters locked, but I always like the weird characters that show up. Um, So I had a blast. Beat it. It was short, probably three-hour campaign. Really had a fun time. Enjoyed it. I tried doing some of just the regular multiplayer, uh, multiplayer like local, just to try it out, try different characters out. But it was a blast, and I like it in the campaign. They make you play other characters too to get yeah. through it, so it does mean that you're experiencing pretty much everybody, which is great. I love that because then I can find out. Oh, I didn't know I'd like that character. So, yeah, very excited for this uh, for Mortal Kombat One that comes out in September. So it just wet my whistle. Um, and I will probably do the same because I'm sure they'll drop an expansion for that game. I'll beat the main game, and then I'll get the expansion later, and then play all the fun characters like Homelander, Peacemaker, um, uh, the dad from um, Invincible is in that as well. Yeah, Omni Man. Yeah, Omni Man. Yep, and which is great. So, 
more to come. But um, yeah, my focus will be on uh, Tears of the Kingdom. And then, Mark, uh, when I got my PC, the CPU came with the code with Starfield, the premium edition. So I'll be playing that on PC. So, um, which is going to be fun. And that allows Logan then to play Starfield on the Xbox Game Pass or whatever. So we don't have to worry about sharing it. So it'll be nice. So that comes out September 1st. So get ready. I don't know. Are you interested in Starfield? Very much so. Yeah. It's engine so close. I was talking with a a friend at work today and uh, yeah, both ready to go. Very good. Well, that's a good transition. So now we're going to talk about the game's that we have yet to, to play or the games that are coming out for the remainder of the year. Um, you know, this is the prime time for gaming. Uh, things have gotten a little bit better with more staggered releases in January, in the spring, in the summer, but the big games always drop in the fall. And there are no shortages this year. I think people are saying this is probably one of the best years in gaming ever. Um, mm-hmm. I think Zelda was smart to get out of the way and get the game out there early. So it gives people yeah. plenty of time. So when Mario Wonder and all these other games drop, Pikmin, uh, you don't have to worry about competing with time. So with that, Mark, we got two questions. Which game are you excited for for the rest of 2023? Mm-hmm. And what games will need to go to your backlog that you just won't be able to get to, but you still want to play uh, that you haven't got to this year? Oh, okay. So games that need to go on our backlog. So I kind of read this differently that like right now they're on my backlog, but I want to finish them. Oh, like either way. If you, inside if you, I mean, if you, if you, games, if you yeah. but they, they might get backlogged. So I'm, I'm going to kind of like bunch all of these together because I have some that are on my current backlog that I'm like, if I don't get to these now with these must play games, it's going to be, they're going to put, get pushed. You know what I mean? So like something's mm-hmm. going to get pushed somewhere. So we'll, we'll see kind of what plays out over, you know, the next few episodes of this show and, and the next couple of months. Uh, so the games that I'm most excited for, let's start with those. And you already knocked one out right away. Cause we just, you just mentioned it. And that's Starfield. That is super high on my list, super top of mind. And it's so, so close that I am very, very excited. Uh, I love Skyrim. Absolutely have have played that game several different times on several different consoles in various degrees of uh, completion, but have always enjoyed my time with that game. Putting that in space is going to be fun. I love No Man's Sky. I think those those combinations of things are going to be really, really interesting. So uh, I can't wait for Starfield. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage is another one that's, that's super high on my list. I love that series. I've played every iteration. Uh, and this one, going back kind of more, going back to the roots, I, I think is a great choice because I felt, as much as I liked Valhalla, I felt that there was maybe a little too much to do. It felt the same way as, as tears of the kingdom, right? There's there, when mm-hmm. there's so, so much to do, you just get that paralyzed by choice kind of, of feeling that you're just like, I'm so overwhelmed that I need to put this down and play Pikmin. And then you forget about Zelda for four weeks. Um, and then you don't know where you left off. So you're like, well, God, I'm going to be so lost. I don't remember how to do the controls. Exactly. Yeah. So at this point, yeah, I'm, I'm scared 
Uh, and I'm going to mention Zelda in a second, so spoilers. Uh, yeah, so so going back to a, a story that's focused that I can finish in 20 to 30 hours by the early reports so far, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage looks incredibly tempting to me right now. Um, same thing with the, the Pokemon DLC. I think that'll be just like you were talking about with the Mortal Kombat stuff. I think the Pokemon DLC will be a nice little distraction to pop in for a few hours. The uh, Sword and Shield DLC was fantastic. I loved it. Uh, adding more Pokemon, so I am ready to go for some some Scarlet Violet DLC and uh, adding new Pokemon in there. There's like that. They just announced like a whole section where you can get starter Pokemon from past Pokemon games. So like I am going to build a team. I'll tell you that much. Uh, which I mean I've already kind of done through Pokemon Home, but like. Being able to catch them, train them from like day one, like just oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be good stuff. Um, and then the last two we we talked about one of these already, uh, and that's Super Mario Brothers Wonder and Mario RPG. Wonder being probably the top. Like I need to play that game. I can't wait. And then RPG, like super excited to go back. Yes, I can go back and play the original on several different consoles. Uh, including this one where I can just pick it up and play anytime I want to, or, um, you know, the, the Super Nintendo Classic or whatever. But uh, it's going to be really cool to see the new art style and some changes and all that kind of stuff. So that's like my must playlist for this fall. Will I possibly get distracted by other things? Of course. I just mentioned a new season of Fortnite starting Friday. There's going to be some other stuff I'm sure that will drop that Todd will mention or someone else will mention somewhere that will be like, ooh, I definitely need to play that because I didn't know that existed and it sounds delightful. Always happens to me. But uh, those are my games so far. My backlog, I've tried to keep kind of short for this because there's other things. Like I just got Tentacular for uh, the Quest 2. Uh, which you control like a giant octopus kaiju. Oh, wow. And Rex oh, spectacular. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heard it's really, really good. Uh, but I didn't add that to this list. So, honorable mention. Um, so, the only Quest 2 game that I like need to play, and I don't want to push this one because I mentioned pushing it last year, and that's Moss 2. Oh, so, that is yeah. like, I own it. I just have not had time to like sit down and dedicate myself to something in VR where I can just really, really focus. Like we've been playing Beat Saber and a bunch of stuff with my nephews, but it's just those like fun games that you can pick up and play and pass around. Like this thing, I'm kind of like, I want like three hours to myself and drain the battery in my quest and just like be alone in that little world with, with my little mouse bud. So that one I need to finish by the end of the year. I will push off Starfield, Assassin's Creed, whatever it takes to finish Moss. Um, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, another one that like just said, I got so overwhelmed by that one that Pikmin came out. I got that instant little dopamine hit of like, hey, I finished today and got two more percent done this game. Awesome. Good for me. Yay. Uh, And that that set off those little happiness triggers in my brain a lot more than like being lost in Zelda did and feeling like I didn't know what was going on. So I really need to get back to Zelda. And uh, the last one, I am ashamed to have not played Metroid prime remastered yet. Oh yeah. I love that series. I love that game. Uh, I beat that game on, on GameCube. It was probably 
uh, one of, if not my absolute top favorite GameCube game, then I just hasn't, I, I haven't picked it up on Switch yet because there's been so much else to play and I just, I, I have not done that, but I need to. If anything from my backlog gets pushed back to 24, it's going to be that because I don't even own it yet. Oh, that's it's right. Just you, one did of those... you try to get a physical? Did you get a physical? Were you trying to get a physical copy, or did you want to just? I digital? think I might wait for the physical, but I'll get it digital. I don't really care. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, it just hasn't happened yet. But it, you know, it, again, if if anything gets pushed back, it's going to be that. But I like I need to at some point. It's been years since I played that game. Um, but it's just like that little thing where it's like, yeah, I can't wait to get it. Oh, wait, what's this shiny new thing? It's like, okay, now it's the time to get back to Metroid. Oh, there's another shiny new thing. So that just keeps happening and happening. And I'm sorry, Samus. I still love you. But uh, that's and my it's, list. It's so the best we'll, way to play it now, too. It hasn't looked better. Yeah. Been, yeah. Yeah. So like if I really had to pick like what's going to hit my backlog, that's probably number one. Um I would say, uh, sadly, like Starfield might end up on the backlog just because it's a Bethesda game. They're always buggy at launch. They're always super big. They're always like games that you can revisit. So like that could potentially like I dive in, I explore a little bit, and then I move on to something else and I really hit back in Starfield next year. Like, I could see that really being added to my backlog. And the same thing with Super Mario RPG. I just did a pretty decent playthrough of the original not that long okay. ago. So like if something gets pushed back to like 2024, like, you know, push back a little while, it's going to be that one. So I can, I can really see myself pushing some things off to finish Tears of the Kingdom Moss 2, uh, the Pokemon DLC for like a palette cleanser and then Assassin's Creed because I can finish that stuff like objectively, you know? Um, what about you? What do you, what's, where, where's your balance right now? I just building a list here, Mark, and it's painful. Um, it is really dense and I don't know my, my move forward because I, I, I just look at so many games that I'm interested in. And that's the problem. I'm interested in too many. Now are the games that are must plays. So I have to get past my mindset of what are the must, what are the must plays and what are the I'm interested in. I can always try them out later. Um, And and depending on, you know, a lot of these games that I'm like curious about, like we just had um, Atlas fall and drop. That looks really cool. It looks like a, like a action melee combat game. Looks really fun. I heard it's only 10 hours long, but I'm like, well, when am I going to play that? I don't know. It'll have to be later. Maybe when it's on discount or something like that. comes to Game Pass. So that's going to probably go in my backlog. Immortals of Avium. Another, it's like EA shooter, fantasy first-person shooter. That looks really cool, too. You know, maybe I wait till that goes on Game Pass because EA play those games on going on Game Pass six months later. So I'm trying to justify where these games might go along with my passion and like, and then I'm like, and hopefully things that will open in January. So I'm kind of doing my backlog first. Um, another game that would probably go on my backlog is probably Baldur's Gate three. I don't own it yet, but I'm hearing so much about it. 
But once again, it's a game I'm not sure if it's for me. I am not a computer RPG type guy where it's like mm. top down and you've got like turn-based combat, but it's tactical and it's almost like overwhelming. It's like Diablo, but you <laughs> it's not really click, 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 click. It's click, yeah. oh, I don't want to do that. Let me click this and it's mm. it's probably too much of a game. I heard it's like almost 200 hours or something like that. And it's like, I just want to, I just want to try it to see what it's like, but yeah. I may just watch people play it and that might be satisfying enough. I mean, but the one party funny part about that game is Mark, I don't know if you're about, but you can cast a spell on any animal and it will talk to you. Sometimes it'll give yeah. you quests yeah. and then you can battle them. Uh, so it's just, it's just a crazy game. And also um, it has romance. So you could like have relations with a bear. Well, a druid that turns into a bear, not a bear, because that'd be gross. Yep. Not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with that, but it's not for me. Um, so, uh, and this is where my conundrum comes in uh, as well, because I don't know where Mario Brothers Wonder and Super Mario mm. Brothers RPG will come in, because I feel like those games are like, they're not going to get spoiled. I mean, those aren't games like R Mario RPG is really old. I never played it. I'm really interested to try it out, but mm -hmm. it's like, what's pushing me to try it versus play it on my, you know, this device, you know, I, I, I don't know. So that might get pushed. Super Mario's Wonder. I've never loved many of the, like the new Mario, like side scrolling games. I'm more of a 30 Mario game uh, player. So that might have to go in the backlog too. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, and Cyberpunk. This makes me sad again. Cyberpunk is going to go on the backlog again because right. I've got it and I'm I've enjoyed it and I want to get through it. But um, other things are calling to me louder, so that's probably going to go there. And then Metroid Prime Remaster. It's a game I never beat. It's going to go my backlog too. I own a physical copy, so those are probably going to be the games that go on my backlog for mm -hmm. uh, going forward. But the games I really want to play. Um, it'll be a combination of how much do I want to spend? What can I get through Gamefly? Some of that may change what I, what I play. Um, Armored Core 6. Um, it's a FromSoft game. It's mech combat, but it looks so fast, so stylish, so cool, and it's taking away a lot of the, 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 the Souls-like things I've never really liked about those games and making it more about the combat um, and the build and going through there. It's not got the weird, like, we're not going to explain how this world works at all. We're going to be vague, and, you know, <laughs> we're not going to tell you you need gas for your mech, but you need gas. But to get gas, you have to meet a wizard and, you know, level 13, and there's only one gallon. And it refills it, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. That's one of the things I don't like about those games because it's like they're just so vague and a lot of people love that. I don't. But this seems like it just looks beautiful, looks fun. Yeah. I can get it through Gamefly. So I'm hoping I do. It's in my queue. If I get it, I will definitely be playing it. If mm. it doesn't get shipped to me, then I'm moving on to Starfield. Starfield, I'm so excited for. I've not really played a Bethesda game since Skyrim. Uh, the Fallout games were not for me, but I love uh, Skyrim so much. So I'm very excited to see what they've done with this world. I think it's mm -hmm. a game where I can find the fun in my specific way. I may not be the guy that wants to build a, a plane. I may not be a, or a, a ship. I may not be the guy that wants to do a certain thing, but I may just want to go in for the combat. Or I may want to have find some weird uh, stories. So I'm very excited for that, and I'm sure I'll see what what people start doing. Like, people are building the Millennium Falcon. People are building the Mass Effect ships. People are building Gundams. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
and that'll probably inspire me to do something or find out how somebody did it or finding out what the good planets are. Like, you know, they have the yeah. best missions. Uh, cause I'm probably gonna need somebody to like, you know, cause it's too, I don't want to miss anything cool, especially mm -hmm. the side quests. Cause usually the side quests are where a lot of the fun is. Like the, the hangover quest in Skyrim is one of my favorites where you wake up drunk, you don't remember what you did. And then you have to do basically a walk of shame to find out, okay, who did I piss <laughs> off? Where am I banned? It's so much fun. Uh, I love yeah. those quests that they do. So yeah. yeah, Starfield will be there. That buys me enough time. Well, not enough time, but still enough time to really get into that game until Mortal Kombat 1 comes out. The good thing about Mortal mm. Kombat 1, it's not a long game. So I can knock that puppy out, have fun, get my fix. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm also not having to play it when it needs to hit. Uh, because once again, I don't have to worry about spoilers or anything like that. So that's definitely on my list. It will be a must play. Um, but the good news is um, that then tides me over. So between Starfield and more combat, then I have time for Spider-Man 2, which I have pre per the collector's edition. I'm so excited for that game. And once again, it's not a long game too. So that's perfect for me. It's not a life game. So I can put Starfield aside, play that game, finish it in probably 20 hours, have an awesome time. Um, and that's October 20th. So yeah. that then leads me to a spooky game because I want to play some spooky games in the fall. So okay. Alan Wake 2 is coming out, which is, I love Remedies games, but it's coming out yeah. October 27th. So that buys me like a week between that and Spider-Man. And I do want to play some spooky games. So um, I may just put Spider-Man aside for like a week to then play Alan Wake 2. So I've got, I'm going to do this in a way that I think will work. So hopefully it does. Then after Alan Wake 2, Essentially, it's really, for me, it's going to probably be Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. I always love playing the Call of Duties. If I can get it from Gamefly, I'll play it. If I don't, I will wait till it is available on Gamefly. I'm a very patient man, and I will leverage my subscription to get those games. And if that doesn't work, there's a couple other games like Flashback 2. It's one of my favorite games of all time is Flashback, the original. Um, and they're making a sequel. That might have to be a game, though, that... I have to see how reviews are because it might be horrible, but I'm really excited yeah. about that. That comes out November 16th. Um, and then uh, depending on where I'm at with, if I want something else to, to, you know, cleanse the palate, that might be where Super Mario Brothers Wonders comes in. And I can, I've got one of my vouchers left for a game. Right. So I can yeah. do Wonder or I can do RPG because I have to use it before February or it expires. So, um, I am going to get one of those games unless Nintendo announces something big and weird that I haven't heard of. Um, but I will use it for one of those games. Mm -hmm. And the one I'm a little bit excited about, but I don't know, Mark, once again, I'll have to look for reviews, is the Avatar game. That's coming out December 7th. Right. Oh, shit. End of the year. I love the Far Cry games and mixing it into that uh, fantastical world hmm. just seems like it'll be a great mix. And yeah. But once again, I availability, money, budget. I mean, there's a lot of games I've talked about. I can't buy them all. Mm -hmm. So um, it, once again, Gamefly will come in handy to choose, make choices for me. And then the rest will just go on later. That I'll get them later. But that's kind of where I'm standing currently. Um, yeah, it's a shame that we have to make these choices, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I if you, you just be able to like pause time for a bit for everyone except you and finish the games that you want to and have an unlimited budget. But uh I think the way you're doing it is is such a great way because you're you you kind of 
Like, I was just kind of like, here's a list of games that I hope to get to at some point. Yeah. And you're kind of like, I'm going to play this after this, after this, after this, after this, and time it out this way because I think I'll have enough, you know, time to, to beat this or at least uh, hit it at, at a certain point and fit it into this place. And, like, even the spooky game, like, you have things timed and just so uh, so well thought out. I like I like the way you're tackling this, sir. Uh, well, the only complication is this year, Mark. I will be in Michigan for Thanksgiving, so I will be losing prime mm. gaming time. So I won't be here. I'll be out of out of my home, so I won't be yeah. gaming. So that's that's right. many days of available gaming time that are just won't be there. That's fine. I'm visiting family. I love my family. Um, and then I have in-laws visiting for the 19th through the 29th of December. So mm. that would be time I would be taking off to game as well. So yeah. in, I just don't see myself saying, hey in-laws um <laughs> you guys go watch um ncis or i don't know pbs i'm gonna be down here doing serious work close the door <laughs> lock it <laughs> and then play starfield for six hours or something i don't know um we'll see they have you can get away with that as long son. as you have some headphones on yes. and you're not screaming profanities in a multiplayer game i think you could pull it off yeah, I'll just use like what is it the work button you push and all of a sudden spreadsheets yeah. come up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That might be the safest one. Plus, they haven't seen their grandson in, in many many years, so I'm like, entertain your grandparents. <laughs> you know, pay no attention to me. Pay attention to your daughter. Pay te- no attention to your to your son-in-law. You know, it's only fair. It's only fair, Mark. Yeah, come on. Sacrificing the kids so you can play video games, Todd. Yeah, come on. Well, yeah, my mom's coming to visit me next week, so you know I'm I'm you know I'm sacrificing Mark. No game time for Todd. Come on, right, big man. Right. Yeah, so selfless. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So all my game plans could fall apart. I could be playing Skyrim nonstop or Starfield nonstop for the next five months too, and everything just falls That's apart. It. You never yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Especially with those big games, man. They they hook you in, and it's like, all right, guess I'm not playing anything else for the next. Like you said, three, five months, whatever it is, it's like, shoot, okay. Like, yeah, and we're not guaranteed that there's no surprises left in this year. Little, little micro games, little, uh, Nintendo may drop something out of the blue at their, at their show. Uh, Gamescom may be have a hidden surprise, you know, Game Pass. They'll, you know, they always announce new games coming to Game Pass, and that may be like, oh, thank you for that. Or PlayStation might do the same thing. So, Yeah. (sighs) yeah. My plan's only as, uh, as as solid as the release schedule that games are on it currently. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, I hope you've got your games planned out, or maybe you're playing it like Mark and saying, whatever tickles my fancy, maybe something new's coming to Fortnite, more Pikmin to get, more Pokemon, you know, who knows? I mean, just enjoy your gaming. doesn't matter. Um, it's not about FOMO. It's about having fun. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Mark. Well, tell people they can find you. You can find me everywhere, uh, mostly on uh, on Instagram or threads or hanging out in our Discord as the underscore Canardian. Yeah, you can follow me at T Oxtra on the X. Uh, I'm still there. I am uh, spreading my wing on threads at, with Secret Friends Unite as well. Is there? I'm there as well, which is kind of nice. Um, I'm hoping they'll add in uh, DMs on threads eventually. 
and add some things in. I wish I could just transport everybody from X over to threads and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd yeah, be so much nice. easier, but it's, yeah. it's, it's a battle. Probably a web yeah. version's coming this week. So uh, if you're looking better. to do, you know, desktop and that kind of stuff, I, that's a big one that I miss from Twitter is I always had just Twitter up in a window or an yep. app on my, on my desktop screen and didn't have to look at the phone. And I find that's a big disconnect for me with threads is for some reason, Instagram, I, I pop into my phone and I check it, but you know, that, that rolling kind of timeline of, of threads or tweets or whatever, I miss having that on my desktop. Um, so that'll be that'll be kind of nice. Uh, I, I've heard that's dropping this week. So by the time people are listening, we might have a, a desktop or a, a browser-based version of Threads that might be a little bit more accessible. Yeah, absolutely. I like the easy switching with an X. Like it's like between accounts, it's very quick and easy. Threads yeah, is a little funkier. I think you have to log out much, to get yeah, to your other accounts. Like for me, butt. for like SSView, and I do that. I'm like, I wish it would just be easy to just you know, swap accounts very quickly. And, and so yeah. I don't post something as someone else, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, so that's where so we're at. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. They like, they have it figured out. It's so easy exactly. on Instagram. Like I the four different Instagram accounts and it's like, just do that. But for threads, come on. Exactly. Yeah. I mean what they had like 50 million people drop on it right away. And then it's like, you got to put that stuff in there or people sway and they'll just go to TikTok from now on. That's, I think <laughs> where everybody yeah. said yeah. Um, well, I'm not ready for TikTok yet. TikTok's not ready for me, apparently. Oh, well. Uh, so yeah, that's where you can find us. Obviously, everything, secretfringenight.com. Go there for all of our content and our Discord group for great content within ourselves. Lots of good conversations. So check that out as well. So thank you for joining us on this journey of the world of video games. Mark, thank you. It's been a pleasure. We'll be back in two weeks, folks. And as always, it's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.